Well, greetings. This is Brother to Brother. I am Jonathan McNair. And I'm Rod McNair. You're with us together here on our Brother to Brother podcast. So this podcast is geared towards pastors, elders, deacons, those who are in roles of responsibility within the church, but also uh, those who uh, would like to serve. And um, that may mean really in the practical sense of ministry, those who would like to serve one another, serve within the church. And uh, we talk about different skills and principles and also situations that we bump into within the church. Today, I'd like to introduce the topic of delegation. So the title for our podcast today is Do or Delegate. Um, Rod, what do you think? you have any thoughts as we get started on this topic? I'll just open it up uh, to get started here. Yeah, so delegation is a is a big topic. There there are so many helpful things that we could we could talk about. I think what it really comes down to is you have two extremes. You have that you can fall we can fall into. You can either uh, do all the work yourself or do none of the work and delegate everything away. So I think that's the, the balance that we're striving to accomplish, and I think that's why it's important we talk about something like this. We, and we see it's in the Bible. I mean, we see that uh, Moses was, was criticized by his father-in-law because he wasn't using other people, and uh, so he set up a system to be able to, to spread the load to, to serve people and, and their needs. Um, we and it see was there. very practical for him because he was getting worn out. And he needed it. He needed their help. What I think is interesting is as that's at the beginning of, of Israel. You might say the start of the of the physical nation of Israel. And then when we see the beginning of, of spiritual Israel with the church, we find again there is a uh, a mechanism for delegation and spreading the load that was then brought to bear with, with that of, of, uh, of ordaining deacons. And um, so right. there's a parallel there, you know, in terms of it being something that needs to be done in order to help. And, serve. and again, it was it was because of a specific need. So oftentimes, this is very needs driven. It's it's something that is um, that if if we are attuned to what's happening around us and what's happening with those uh, around us, then then we're, we're probably going to see and, and perceive that there. Are, their needs and opportunities to delegate. You know, one thing that comes to mind as I think about this is that uh, that very issue that um, it's challenging because because you may have a congregate in our times. Now today, we're not we're talking about the application of it in our, our day, and there may be a congregation with fifteen or twenty people, um, twelve fifteen people, and there may be a congregation with fifty or sixty. We have here in Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, three hundred. Um, there are times when there's the feast when you've, you've got more people, and there are times situations where there are, are less with maybe a small activity. So, so really, it, it it has to be adapted to all kinds of different situations, which presents potential problems and even potential offenses. Mm-hmm. So it, it it really goes across the board. But it also shows that it's it's like so many things in life or in in leadership training learning it, it's about learning principles and then trying to apply those principles in different situations it's it's really what we're talking about is is developing a a way of thinking 
which really is reflects God's way of thinking, doesn't it? Because the Father and and Jesus Christ, their their whole thought process is involving human beings in in the work and in the spreading of the gospel and in what they're accomplishing. They're not just doing all the work themselves. They're actually working through us, which is not always the most efficient <laughs> way to get something done, but it, it really shows their thinking and as a philosophy and as a principle. So as a, as a leader then, let's, let's approach it from the leader perspective. I wanted to bring in the book of, of Nehemiah and just the situation there where we see Nehemiah is trying to get a job done. He's trying to, to uh, organize the people and the rebuilding of the wall. And I, I think it's interesting in this, with this do or delegate um, question, it's interesting that we see, we see both extremes like you're talking about there. So we see, uh, or not, not necessarily extremes, but in this case we see an, a good example of doing, right, mm-hmm. but also involving others. Um, we see here, for example, in Nehemiah chapter 3, um, I'm going to jump in to verse 4. It says, And next to them, Merimoth, the sons of Urijah, um, the son of Kuz, made repairs. And next to them, Meshulam, the sons of Berechiah, the sons of Meshebizabel. You can jump in on helping to pronounce any of these names anytime <laughs> no, you're, you like. You're doing great. Okay, well, we go, here we go. Made repairs, and next to them, Zadok, the son of Bana, made repairs. And this is the one, a verse I like. Next to them, it says, verse 5, the Tekoites made repairs. But then, now we have this, this um, light being shed on those who were not willing to do. And it says, so you have the Tekoites made repairs, but their nobles did not put their shoulders to the work of their Lord. So in other words, we find an example of those who are, um, they were not. They were willing to delegate, but they weren't willing to to actually pitch in themselves. And th- and that's the the fine tuning part, isn't it? Because yeah. when you ask for help, when you yeah, we when we delegate, if we're in the role of a leader, it doesn't mean that we can walk away from the job, you know. But it right. but it, and we have to be engaged. But we also have to be willing to share the load, and that's that's a tricky part. Right, yeah. right. I think it's so easy to think of delegation as you just give the job to somebody else and you walk away. And clearly that was not, you know, that was, that was, it's, it's sort of implied that this was frowned upon, you know, how the, uh, the nobles did not help, did not, were not even, even just being engaged and involved and following up and, and, and being a cheerleader for those who were working. It's almost like they were just not involved at all. The, I think now that I think that's a challenge, though, because um, let's say when we're, when we're on the receiving end of delegation, we have to be able to take ownership, but also share share that ownership. You know, um, I think that's right. that's one of the the challenges that I've seen sometimes in terms of delegation. Um, there have been times that I've delegated a job to somebody with the expectation that they they get others involved, and I turn around and find that others say, "Well, they you know." He wouldn't let me help because he was doing the job, and right. basically I wasn't able to get involved because you delegated to him. I think, oh well, that that wasn't the intention, you know. So right. there's right. a there's there's a, there has to be a, an understanding of being able to take the the job that's delegated to us, right? But also also spread that load as well ourselves. And 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 like we've been saying, that is a it's a delicate balance because you 
as someone who delegated the job to someone else, you have to let them do it, and you have to even give them some freedom of movement, how how to do it, uh, give them some ability to do it in a personally ex, you know expressive way, their their own personal way of doing it, and yet also it's if you think about it, it's still your responsibility that that job got done. So following up and so and being involved and being aware and being uh, still engaged in the process is, is is important. So you've got these it's actually a lot of work and it takes a lot of thought to delegate well. And on the on the let's say the delegatee, did I just make up a new word? I, I think, think I did. So. Delegatee. On the delegatee side, being able to to, to follow through on the job, take responsibility and ownership for it, involve other people, but also then be receptive to the one who has delegated to us so that we make sure that we're doing it according to what they intended or how they intended to have it done. Right. That's, that's another right. challenge sometimes right. um, I've seen where you give a job to somebody and basically they don't even want, they don't want you know, if I, once I give it to them, they don't really want my opinion. Now, once it, you've gave me the job, so that's to get right. out of the way because I'm doing it. I was like, hold right. on, hold on a second. It doesn't why, work. Why are way. you here? What are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. I, have, yeah. I have had situations uh, where, you know, Somebody uh, commanded me to stop uh, uh, picking up chairs because that's not my job. I, you know, I delegated that to somebody else, so I should just stay out of the way. So, well, I am the pastor, so I, I do get, <laughs> I do get an opportunity to, if I want to help out, you know. But, but I, I think it was just a over enthusiasm for the job. But uh, it, it, it really is important for, and that's why it's so important that it's a principle-driven uh, thing that that. It applies at every level, doesn't it? Uh, whether whether we're uh, on the receiving end or whether we are uh, administering, you know, a certain level of responsibility, um, it it's a challenge. But it's it's also growth producing in in every in every direction. It really helps us to grow when we are thinking about and, and understanding, and trying to apply delegation well. So I'd just like to then um, bring in, even based on our conversation here, bring in, I think, three three points to leave with um, with the audience for today. And and one is to, in terms of delegation, is, is that it's important that when we see from, let's say, with service within the church, that um, the role of someone, whether it be a deacon or an elder, um, really those roles actually are intended to, to work with people. So I, I say this in that when a job is delegated to us, me, let's say within a congregation, I'm serving as a deacon or maybe an elder or, or in charge of some type of activity, um, that it's not when it's not just again this is within the, within the church context okay mm-hmm. it's not that I've been given that job and I am intended to 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 do that job no matter who I've got to run over or or, or whatever it's actually that I'm supposed to do that job with the understanding that I'm going to also lead other people and and encourage other people to to do that job with me mm-hmm. that's that's one point I think is important makes sense that, yeah and and so I think there are certain le- levels of of, uh, of, of applying this, number one would be get the job done. Yeah. Okay. So, so if someone would not even do the job, that would 
that would be a sort of a, a failure of of a of of being responsible for the responsibility, but responsible for the responsibility. I'm not sure if that. <laughs> I, I understand. Anyway, that I understand what you meant. I don't know so, if anybody else did, but <laughs> so you know, the first thing is get the job done. But but then the second, and, and some people are really really good at doing doing it themselves. Yeah, like okay, I don't want to rely on other people. I don't want to involve other people. I don't like other people. I just want to do it myself, you know? And okay, so if you get the job done, there is a certain amount of value in that, but added value is, okay, like you said, let's, let's involve other people. And what are we really here for? Are we really here just to sort of, uh, tune out everyone else? Or are we here to learn to work together? And so that's a higher level. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you actually grow together as a team. And, and really, that's what the role of a deacon, let's say, mm-hmm. is, is that it's not just somebody who can do the job, but somebody who is a leader and that they can be they they work well with other people, um, because if they don't, then um, what happens if they're not there? Yeah, everything yeah. falls apart. Um, right. You know, yeah. what happens if um, uh, if they're not well, and what happens if they're if they're they plow over other people, then they alienate people, and that causes division within the congregation, as opposed to having harmonious working. So, as right. you said, now sometimes there is a specific job that you know it's a, it's 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 just an individual. But we're talking about leadership here, and if right. a person is wants to be involved in leadership, guess what? Other people are involved, and the skill of engaging and working with other people. Right. I think that's, right. you know, that's it. Well, if you even think about it, uh, remember when the, the, the deacons were, were ordained, uh, there in Acts, uh, what does it say about them? Uh, I don't, can't quote it verbatim, but it, it, it talks about how they were recommended. Mm-hmm. They were, in other words, uh, highly, uh, recommended by the congregation. In other words, there, there was, a, there was a certain level of, these are people that are already in tune with the needs of others and are working working together to accomplish that. Another point to bring out today that I'd like to focus on for a second. So this is point number two? This is number two. Okay. This is number two. Okay. Let's Got keep it. track of this now. Number two, and that is, um, let's say from, I'll say a pastor or elder uh, perspective, when we show, when we, we reach out to other people to help, i.e. delegate, um, it shows that we need help, you know, and that we appreciate help. And and I find that it it, it actually strengthens bonds between a pastor or an elder, uh, let's say a deacon as well, but a person, in, let's say an authority, to, to actually call on others for help. And uh, I know over the years that I have really benefited from those that have helped me to um, lead, whether it's a a Feast of Tabernacles or a family weekend or just even in week-to-week life in a congregation, I have, I've deeply appreciated those who have been willing to help. And, and, um, and, and, and I think it, it, it shows people that, um, that you care and that you uh, appreciate their help and they're valued. And it's not just making them feel good. It actually is for real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I, I think you're absolutely right that, there is a different dynamic. Let's By the way, say, I think that's the first time you've ever said I was right. So I, let's just can, can we can we rewind that? Yeah, you don't, you, made, that, you want to rephrase that? Erase that part. Yeah, <laughs> I think what you said might have had limited value, but <laughs> we'll, we'll just move on from there. So what uh, 
Now, what was I going to say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Okay. Saved by a phone call. Okay. So... So one of the things that uh, I think that we, we can, as a leader, you can be tempted to to say, uh, oh, I need some help on this. I'm going to, let's say, uh, ask in a general way for volunteers to help on a certain thing. And sometimes we need to do that. But one thing that, that I've learned is, wow, it actually makes a huge difference when we think, there's someone that I would like to ask to do this, and I, I'm going to specifically ask them and 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 talk about how I need their help, mm-hmm. and and it feels good when someone actually thinks that you could do a job, and they specifically request and 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 call on you and say, hey, could you do this for me? It feels very different than if there's a, a sort of a shotgun blast, mm-hmm. and I think the results are are better as well. People generally, we all generally respond better to that kind of request. You know, really, it means that a leader also is in touch with his with his uh, congregation or, or area, even more broadly speaking, when it comes to feast or something, that he cares enough and he's interested enough that he's he's seen attributes in individuals. Um, and we are all part of the body and we, you know, carry out different functions. We have different personalities. And um, and so I, I think for a leader to, as you said, to recognize those characteristics so that he chooses someone, as you said, that means he cares. That mm-hmm. means he's interested. That means he's taken the time to learn about them, to talk with them, to know what their work is, know what what they what their aptitudes are. And and uh, and not only that, but then that's the third point I wanted to bring out. And that is that that delegation is not just. Getting a job, a job done so you can be able to say, oh, I'm sure glad we finished that. You know, let's say the Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, boy, it's it's great we finished that. Now we can go home and, you know, and that's behind us as if it's some negative thing. In, in reality, I think that um, delegation is all about leadership training. It's mm-hmm. about training to to lead, to serve, to interact with other people in a uh, you know, in a non-offensive way. And uh, and so really, whether it's the Feast of Tabernacles or whether it's, again, family weekends or local activities, whatever it is, when when we when we delegate, we're actually giving someone an opportunity to learn leadership skills, which is why God's called us. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's it's a it's really a way of thinking and, and a way of uh, approaching those opportunities as as this is a way to strengthen my brothers and sisters who are who are helping and and giving opportunities and, and growing together and and uh, that's what we're going to be doing for all eternity. I think, the, the I think trick- that's a good way to end it right there, don't you think? All eternity, all, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can you say after that? that, that that's it's hard to follow. That's hard to follow. So let's wrap up. <laughs> let's wrap up. Okay. Let's let's do wrap up. Um, and and now I lost my train of thought here. When we start talking about all eternity and just mind blowing, you know. No, I I I think that the, you know when we're we recognize in the church that um, that we're supposed to work on things together. You know, we're supposed to be whether working on our own character and, and learning uh, or working on the projects that we, we have. It's supposed to be something we do together. Mm-hmm. And delegation is part of that. If we don't share the load, then 
you know, frankly, life isn't as good. It's not as enjoyable. Yeah. And we can't get as much done and, and God isn't accomplishing what he wants uh, unless we do that. What's uh let me just ask this as we as we wrap things up here. Um what is um do you think of an example of of someone that you really appreciated over the years and and delegating responsibility to you and how it um you know how how it made you feel and strengthened you and helped you and and uh helped you to develop. Well, I I think um working where I have been here in in um in the office working for Dr. Winnell for now about 15, 16 years. Um, he's, he's delegated a, a lot to me and, and allowed me to, to sort of function in a, in a role, uh, without, you know, micromanaging me, uh, and yet certainly giving overall vision. And, and, uh, so I, I can, I can look to him as someone who, who has done that and I've appreciated it. And, and, uh, and also sense that he appreciates the the work that I'm doing and my contribution to it. So I, I'd have to say Dr. Winnell. Mm. Oh, that's good. Good example. Good example. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I guess um, what I'd like to leave with everybody in addition to eternity is just the, this is the thought that uh, – Look, if you're in a leadership role, uh, take the time. Sometimes it takes time. You've got to think about how you can divide up a task. And it takes extra effort because you you have to rely on other people. And sometimes people won't live, live up to your expectations. And you and so then you have to deal with it. That's the, it makes it harder in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah. But at the same time, if we, if we don't delegate and we just do, then um, we're not going to be able to accomplish as much and really even what the church is, is intended to do. And likewise, to be able to uh, to do, to be involved and be willing to take on um, responsibility and, uh, and and learn the balance in those two things. And it's more fun, too. It is. To work is. together. It is. It definitely yeah. is. Okay, well, we'll leave it at that. And thanks for listening today to our podcast, our Brother to Brother podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rod. 